Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm gonna be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. So on today's episode, I want to talk about overwhelm because I think it's something that we all feel to one extent or another. And I think it can be quite sort of debilitating almost in terms of productivity and anxiety and and all of those kinds of things. And overwhelm is something that I would say I'm definitely susceptible to feeling. It kind of goes hand in hand with the fact that I tend towards anxiety and worry and all that kind of stuff. And I have a habit of, a really bad habit of saying, oh my God, I'm just so overwhelmed in the same way that a lot of people might say, oh my God, I'm so busy. And I often feel like I'm drowning because I've got so much to do and I feel completely stressed out and I just don't see how I can get everything done. And then I start spiraling and I end up doing nothing because I'm preoccupied worrying about everything. But I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. And the thing is, as long as we keep saying these things, we're going to keep feeling them. So I've actually stopped saying, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed, because I've realised that it's just not freaking helpful. And your words are a big part of what is creating your reality. And so we should be as mindful of our words as we are of our thoughts. But when we're feeling overwhelmed, when we have a to-do list that's as long as our arm and we feel like we don't know where to start, what the hell can we actually do to try and lessen those feelings of overwhelm? Well, I'm going to talk about a few things that I do that are helpful to me and so hopefully they'll be helpful to you too. And the first thing I've just mentioned, and it seems really, really obvious and I've already, you know, I've already said it, but it's as simple as to stop telling yourself that you have so much to do and that you don't know how you're going to get it done. When you keep thinking about the fact and talking about the fact that you're overwhelmed, you are perpetuating that story and you are making it worse and you are kind of bringing it into life and you are further convincing yourself that you are overwhelmed and then the panic just gets worse and worse and worse. And remember, when we're in panic mode, 
our body goes into its stress response. Our body goes into fight, flight or freeze mode. And that only makes things worse because the one thing that we cannot do when we're in fight or flight mode is to think clearly and get shit done. The only thing we're concerned about when we're feeling like that is survival. So the very first thing to do is get out of your sympathetic nervous system and get into your parasympathetic nervous system, which I've talked about before on the mini sober, I talked about breath work. Um, So feel free to go back and have a listen to that one. But in order to get out of that sort of panic mindset, the first thing we've got to do is calm our bodies down. And a brilliant, brilliant way of doing this is through breathing. Even if it's just five or 10 minutes, if you just sit down, close your eyes and do five or 10 minutes of breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth, making the out breath longer. This alone will calm your nervous system down. This will get you back into your parasympathetic nervous system so that you are then actually able to think straight. So that's the first thing we've got to deal with the body. Um, I'm just going to say, by the way, that Johnny has just jumped onto my lap. I've been trying to record this minisode for about half an hour. I've started, I've stopped, I've started and stopped because he will not leave me alone, which which I love. But um, it's a bit annoying right now because he purrs really loudly and he also meows really loudly. Um, but anyway, I'm just going to I'm just going to do it. So apologies if you can hear any sort of purring or meowing in the background. Anywho, that was the first thing, uh, sorting our body out and doing some breathing. The second thing is this, and I find this really helpful. Often when we're feeling overwhelmed because we've got so much to do, we forget that so often quite a few of those things won't actually take us that long. So for example, I can look at my inbox and have a major panic attack because I'll be like, oh my God, I've got so many emails to reply to and things to action off the back of those emails, blah, blah, blah. But when I'm calm and I'm thinking straight, what often happens is that I actually get quite a few things done really quite quickly. And in the time that you might have spent worrying about all of those things, you actually end up knocking like five things off your to-do list. So that's definitely something I would encourage you to think about. I think of this in the same way that I think about washing up, bear with. What I mean is this, you know how when you've had your supper and you've got to do the washing up and you really can't be fucked and it's the evening and you just want to chill and you think about the fact that you could just do it in the morning. But isn't it always so much nicer to just take those five minutes and get it done? And then you get to wake up to a nice, clean kitchen and no washing up. And it's the same with these little tasks that I'm talking about, things like replying to emails. If you can just take half an hour, you will probably find that you can clear 10 emails out of your inbox and it's done. D-O-N-E, done. So yeah, try and get those five or 10 minute tasks out of the way and you'll feel so much better. And I guarantee you that when you actually, you know, when you when you stop the panic and you just look at what you've actually got to do, you know, in a kind of a calmer way, you will find that there are several things on your to-do list that you can probably do really quickly. So just get them done. Okay, so the next thing is this. I have realised that when I put things in my beautiful rose gold A4 planner, which I'm obsessed with, what I tend to do is I put more things in a day than I'm feasibly going to get done. I just put too much in it. And 
A classic example in my life is the podcast. Like I'll block out, say, four hours and I'll write in edit, description, intro, outro and clips for next week's podcast. Now, it takes me a hell of a lot longer than that to edit an episode, listen back to it, do the description, choose and edit the video clip, choose and edit the audio clip, record the intro, record the outro, edit them if I need to, add the music, listen through with the music, intro, outro, blah, blah, blah. So now I've become much better about being realistic in terms of how long things actually take me to do. And that in itself is really helpful because then I'm more likely to actually get the shit done that I've committed myself to doing that day. Because there's nothing more depressing than filling your diary with too much stuff, which is unrealistic. And then you just, you feel like you've just failed every single day. Um, So I now will always leave a bit of buffer room either side of whatever it is, say an interview. I spend a lot of time doing interviews and I know that start to finish with a bit of chat at the beginning, then the actual recording, then a bit of chat at the end, then sending a thank you email and whatever else. I know that if I put the next thing I need to do immediately after that, it will be an hour later when I actually start it because maybe, you know, I might want to go make a coffee or maybe Johnny needs some playtime with his little stick thingy with a toy mouse on the end, which he frequently does because he's very demanding. But yeah, so make sure that you are being realistic about how long things actually take. So this next one is pretty obvious, but do we always do it? We have got to prioritise what truly, truly needs to be done first. What actually needs to take priority? What is the most important thing to do? And what is time sensitive as well? Get that straight before you go any further, because let's face it, when we're in that crazy mental overwhelm mindset, we often feel as though everything is really, really, really important. But if we actually just take 10 minutes to ask ourselves, what are my priorities? Then we can focus in on the main things that need to be done first. And so often half of the things that we think we quote unquote have to do are not actually as as important as we're making them out to be in our heads. Um, So yeah, work out what your main priorities are, work out what is time sensitive and in what order and start working through those things instead of just blindly attacking random things because you're in a panic. Okay, another thing I find useful to bear in mind is this. Of the things that you have to get done, those main priorities, do the really shitty, horrible, boring stuff first. Get those things done first thing in the day when you're at your most alert and when you have the most energy and the most ability to concentrate because there's nothing worse than putting off the really difficult or annoying or boring things until later in the day. And although it can feel really tempting and much more appealing to start with the things that we enjoy, you will thank yourself for getting the least enjoyable things out of the bloody way early in the day. Because also we have less energy in the afternoon, at least I do. For me, it's always around the sort of 2.30 to about four o'clock in the afternoon. That is my danger zone for feeling sleepy and tired. And I would say if you're in a position to be able to get out for a walk, if you're working in an office, maybe you could take a later lunch break and go out for just a 15 minute walk because that will enable you to focus so much better in the afternoon. 
Because when we actually physically move our bodies, it shakes up our energy and it changes the chemistry in our brains so that we're going to be able to, we're going to feel better and we're better able to focus. So yeah, I would highly recommend taking even just a short walk in that afternoon danger zone. And also going back to doing the boring shit first, I think most of us are so much better off if we tackle the stuff that we enjoy in the afternoon. Because when we're more motivated, we're less likely to be susceptible to falling asleep at our desk, which frankly isn't a good look, is it? So yeah, try and get the really boring, crappy stuff done first thing in the day. Then the only way is up. Yaz and the plastic population for anyone who's the same age as me. Uh, Okay, you may not like this next one, but I'm going to say it anyway. Sort out your mindset at the beginning of the day. Get up a bit earlier to give yourself a little bit of time to cultivate a good mindset for your day. We really need to like optimize our mental state first thing in the morning before the day takes us over, before we start being pulled in a million different directions, before we start scrolling on social media or turning on the news. If you're rolling out of bed every morning in a mad panic because you're going to be late, your day is going to continue on that trajectory. But when you wake up and you take even just half an hour to work on your own mind, then you're going to start your day feeling calm, positive, in control and ready to seize the day rather than having the day seize you, which is basically how I used to live. I would roll out of bed at the last possible second having snoozed my alarm 50,000 times and be racing to get to my desk just in the nick of time. And so I would always start my day feeling like totally flustered and out of control and stressed and generally just a bit shit. So I cannot stress enough the importance and the huge benefits of taking a moment to yourself first thing in the morning to cultivate the mindset that you want to take with you through the rest of the day. And if right now getting up earlier feels like some kind of self-punishment, you've got to turn that around and realise that it's actually a gift that you're giving yourself. Having half an hour or an hour first thing in the morning to meditate or go for an early morning walk or do some breath work or write in your journal or do some yoga, whatever it is, giving that to yourself is one of the best things that you can do for your life. And when it comes to overwhelm, if you are beginning your day in a really positive frame of mind, then those feelings are automatically going to feel less intense and you're going to feel more in charge of your day. I cannot say enough about this. I've done a whole episode on my morning routine and it's not set in stone and I do change it up depending on what my days look like. But at the moment, I will often go for an early walk. I'll come back and do a session on my rebounder, mini trampoline, and then I'll do some breath work and then I'll sit down and work. And as I say, this changes. Sometimes I don't do all of that. But what I can tell you is that when I do all of those things that I want to do for myself first thing in the morning, my day is always, always always better. And dare I say it, if you don't think you can get up earlier, why not consider going to bed earlier? I am obsessive about getting enough sleep. I do not function well with with not enough sleep. So yes, consider going to bed earlier because you will thank yourself and that extra Netflix episode will still be there the next day. Okay, another thing that can really help with overwhelm is just to get someone else's perspective on what it is you're feeling overwhelmed by. And 
It might sound a bit silly, but sometimes we cannot see the wood from the trees when we are completely stuck in our own feelings of overwhelm. And talking to someone else about what is overwhelming us can really help us to see things from a completely different perspective. Because if you voice your worries to another person, they will much more easily be able to see objectively, whereas you can't because your feelings of overwhelm are yours and so you're caught up in the middle of them. But when you literally talk through with somebody else why it is that you're feeling overwhelmed, then it can really help you to kind of unpick not only why you're feeling that way, but also unpick some of the things that perhaps you don't actually need to be worrying about, either at all, or in this moment. So for example, if you talk through the list of things that you need to get done and you're in this kind of panic mode, that other person is gonna be able to say, well, hang on a minute, that thing that you just mentioned, why are you even thinking about this today? You don't need to get that done for another month. So you can immediately take that off your plate. Or they might say, have you thought about doing it this way? Or, you know, that thing would take you about half an hour so you can get that done really easily and cross that one off the list too. And also talking about why you're overwhelmed with somebody else can just help you to sort of get things straight in your own mind. Because when we ruminate on things and we don't share them with anyone else, they inevitably feel 10 times worse. So just by having a conversation with a friend or a family member or a colleague can really help to allay those feelings of overwhelm. Okay, so to conclude this mini-sode, also remember that you can only do one thing at a time. That is just a fact. So when your brain starts going, oh my God, but I've got to do this and I've got to do this, just do the breathing that I talked about earlier and then tackle one thing and then move on to the next because what happens is that when we're worrying about doing everything, we end up doing nothing. So yes, anyway, I hope this was helpful. Have a fabulous weekend and remember that you are awesome. Lots of love. Bye.